The Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers, featuring Breitbart Talks on Talk 94.5. That's right. Randy Clark is not only an author for Breitbart uh, that focuses on the border, but he actually served as the patrol agent agent in charge of two Border Patrol stations uh, in Texas. And he's joining us right now. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, Liz. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we heard that the uh, Texas governor signed a bill making it uh, illegal, making uh, illegal migrants uh, eligible to be arrested. <laughs> and I saw that the um, lieutenant governor was on Laura Ingram's show yesterday trying to explain it and how other uh, lefty Lucy's were uh, saying that this is going to give them like, you know, the right to kill uh, illegal migrants. And uh, <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable how they're taking this and bastardizing it. Tell us exactly what happened in Texas and how it will manifest. Well, so this doesn't go on into to effect until March. So we had certainly it's being challenged already uh, via the ACLU. You can expect the Biden administration will appeal this, you know, relatively quickly as well. Uh, but right now, this is now a disaster. We were we were trying to get DHS. Alejandro Mayorkas and the Biden administration to admit that maybe it was a crisis a few years ago. It is now a disaster, a humanitarian disaster as well. There are thousands of people outside being detained, hmm. uh, mostly adult males and females. And the same thing is happening in Arizona. I, I just left Arizona yesterday. Uh, they're seeing the same thing in Lukeville. Uh, these states have to do something. Uh, it's just so far has not been enough. And this measure, you know, I, whether it stands legally or not in the courts, it, it's one of those a day late and a dollar short kind mm, of things. Yeah. Well, because there are there are there are 7,000 to 11,000, now 12,000 people crossing a day. A day. The logistics of putting everybody in jail because half of those are in Texas. Mm -hmm. You know, just in Eagle Pass, Texas, there are 3,000 crossings a day right now. Wow. So and where are you going to put those people that you're going to prosecute? So where do you put them? What I was reading about this um, law, it would also fund new wall construction and increase human smuggling penalties. But I also heard the lieutenant governor said um, they would the uh, Texas, I guess, um, police would have to actually see the person crossing illegally or the person would have to admit that they crossed illegally before being arrested. So then now, and and I think it only applies to people who have done this within the last two years. And it doesn't mean they're going to go on the street and pull people over and ask for their papers. You know, it's not going to be like that. No, it, it'll be very similar to the federal statute. We we prosecuted for that. We've prosecuted that for years. Uh, but like the governor said, you have to see, which means just like when you when you may get a speeding ticket. The officer has to show up in court. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you have all of these court cases, you're going to be taking officers off the street. So it's going to it's going to be a balanced kind of deal. This would have been better suited three years ago when the traffic was much more milder, and you may have had the capacity to do enough of these. That's that's what we experienced in the border patrol. So we've always had the right to prosecute. This administration refuses to enforce that statute because it is illegal to cross between ports of entry, even if you say you're coming to claim asylum, that doesn't negate that you've committed a criminal offense. 
It's just this administration chooses not to enforce the law. So, so I, the state's mirroring what the federal government has in place. I need to ask you this question because this is the part that really doesn't make sense to me. So you have and you worked on the border as an agent. So my question is, are these agents being told not to enforce, to stand down? Is And is it because of their the fact that they're outnumbered? Is it because they just are told to not do anything for any particular reason? Like, how does it? Because the laws well, exist, so, like you said. So we don't even need more laws. We just need enforcement. Exactly. And so the same scenario plays out in larger cities. If you say, well, is New York police not arresting people who steal or rob? And yes, they are. But your district attorneys are not prosecuting. That's why you, well, you have crime problems. Well, the Border Patrol's job is to arrest. It's the, the United States Attorney's job to prosecute those cases. They're not doing it. So the Border Patrol can arrest all day long. The Border Patrol does not have the, the authority to unilaterally remove somebody from the country without due process. And so it's the federal government. It's the Biden administration, the Mallorca, telling them, put them into proceedings. And just let them go. Turn them loose onto the street. So they're not they vetting these people that. at all. And let me tell you this, Randy. Um, my husband just went through the process of becoming uh, an American citizen. And um, he's been in the country as a permanent resident for over three three decades. Decided to go through the process. So he has asked a whole bunch of questions like, are you going to, you know, refuse communism? Are you going to be loyal to this country? Are they vet them? Have you ever committed a crime? Like all these things they're being, he's, he was asked, had to sign a federal document. And if he lies on that document, you know, that's a major federal offense. So are these people asked these questions (laughs) before they're like released to maybe come back for a proceeding? They're just led into the country? I mean, what happens when they get caught? Well, they're, they're asked very bio, very simple biographical questions. Your name, mother's name, father's name, where you born, and then out the door. You know, wow. when you have 3,000 coming at you in a small town of 30,000 people in Eagle Pass, you can't wait three days to see what somebody's coming into the United States for. You're going to have 9,000 by then. Uh, so they have to get rid of them as soon as possible. You know, most of what comes across is from Mexico, maybe 51% or so, 45% in that ratio. Those get returned to to Mexico real quick. It's everybody else from Venezuela, from Colombia, from Cuba. Those folks are getting, most of them are getting released. There's a flight or two every day that Mm -hmm. goes to Central America and maybe once a week, twice a week to Venezuela, Colombia, and Ecuador. It's a drop in the bucket compared to what's crossing. So it doesn't serve as a deterrent. And that's the problem. When you have catch and release, Mm -hmm. I don't care what else you have, you're going to have the world coming at you. And that's what we have. Joe Biden, he screamed, come to America. You know, he screamed fire in a global theater. Mm -hmm. And the world's poorest of the poor have heard. And that's why you have Chicago tapping out, New York, Mm -hmm. Denver. Uh, They're finding out this is very, very expensive. We're speaking with Randy Clark. He is an author for Breitbart, focusing on the border and issues surrounding that. I wanted to ask you one more question. We often hear Trump referring to in his speeches that um, the people that are coming over are uh, because these these countries 
are releasing their criminals. They're releasing their rapists. They are releasing their uh, mental health patients and uh, or the criminally insane people. I mean, hey, if I owned a country, I'd say like, hey, hey, just go north and don't come back and we'll let you free. That'll save them a lot of money and heartache. Um, So where did he get that information from? And is there proof of that somewhere? Because they keep poo-pooing that and saying that he's so uh, prejudiced, you know, xenophobic and saying that wrong. Well, I I know at one of his rallies where he mentioned that, uh, he was going off a story that I did uh, exclusively for Breitbart. And that was based on Border Patrol intelligence report. And uh, this was a cursory intelligence report taken from people in a group that said, Look, you know, we just want to tell you we're from Venezuela and on the way over here and in our group right now, mm. we saw some people that, that we know to have been in prison in Venezuela. And there wow. were there were many of them in this group in Mexico making their way to the United States. And they said they are very violent felons. So the issue with that is it was probably never followed up on because those people were released. Mm. And we don't have record checks that will tell us what a person has done in Venezuela. We know if you've ever been arrested in Georgia or Colorado, but we don't know what you did in Venezuela or Cuba or Colombia. And so there's no way to verify it. And that's what what and those countries won't cooperate with the vetting process. No, they will not cooperate with the vetting process. So because they don't uh, want them back, (laughs) they release them on purpose. Cuba. We know Cuba did this many years ago. Uh, they may there there may be some who release dissidents who who maybe are not violent felons, but they empty some of their prisons of folks that disagree with them politically. Mm-hmm. So there's 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 certainly the opportunity for that. But I mean, a cross section of any society from around this globe is going to have their share of criminals, the harsh criminals you know, sex offenders, just like the United States has. No mm. different. Uh, maybe higher. There's a lot of violence going on in, in Mexico right now, in multiple states. Uh, those folks are going to start running if somebody's looking for them, whether it's law enforcement or a rival cartel. We see that cross-border traffic daily. Is it is it the majority of people coming over? Majority is economic migrants. But there are some within that group, a very small mm-hmm. percent, that are very, very violent and very dangerous. The problem is that small percent of a million people every three months, mm-hmm. every four months, that's a lot of people. They get a lost, lot of violent lost in the shuffle, yep. get away and all that. Randy Clark, uh, one more question. What is the probability in your estimation that this law will stand and Arizona may <clears throat> follow suit? Because as we heard uh, the lieutenant governor say from Texas that they made it um, foolproof, and they feel like it will stand. It's different than the previous ones. Uh, so I'm I'm going to give it about a five percent chance that it stands. Uh, I, part of my job when I was in California was to supervise prosecution programs, removal programs over there on behalf mm-hmm. of the Border Patrol. There's another element in, in here is that it it takes somebody who's a migrant. And there's months and months of training and a thousand pages of law that to get to prove that somebody's not a citizen of the United States or that they came in illegally. Uh, you can be born in Mexico 
have U.S. citizen, one, one or two parents from the United States, and still be a citizen. You and I cannot be prosecuted for crossing that border illegally because we're United States citizens. Mm-hmm. So we could never be prosecuted by this law or the federal government. We may be fined, taken to the nearest port of entry and inspected, but we would not be prosecuted for this. So if somebody, remember, we all have the right to remain silent. If the migrant doesn't volunteer to plead guilty, uh-huh. then you have to prove he is a migrant. You may have seen him illegal entry, uh, enter illegally, but you have to prove. And, and that's where there's going to be a problem. Interesting. That yeah. is going to be having an officer that can say, well, I'm an officer and I've been trained to prove that somebody's here illegally and they're a migrant. Mm-hmm. And very, very difficult. Well, if France manages to pass a bill to make deporting um, undesirable foreigners easier. I can't see why Trump can't do it if he's president, and I can't see why, you know, Biden can't do it. <laughs> well, I mean, and it's on the books right now. They just refuse to use the law. Uh, That's all. Yeah. You know, they just refuse it. So if the it's federal government wasn't fighting the state of Texas, they wouldn't have to do it. And it's mm-hmm. a shame that the state of Texas or Arizona or any other border state has to take measures into their hand to do the federal government's job. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Randy Clark. You can follow him on Breitbart.com. We appreciate your time, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thank you, Liz.